three seconds early. I'm going with the flow. Improvise, damn it! But of course. As you wish, your highness. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to the Me and My Dad Watch Anime Podcast, where this is the problem with young men. My name is Drew, and I'm here with my dad, David. Greetings, friends. And yes, I am your father. <laughs> get in the goddamn robot, Drew. No, I can't do it, Dad. I don't want to get back in there. <laughs> and this week, we watch Hideakiyano's Evangelion 3.33. You cannot redo. But before we get into the show, let's let the people know. Dad, what are we under the influence of? We're bringing back Juggernaut. Yeah, and busting out the big jokes. Yeah, I'm, I'm, and the thing about this one, it has a tagline of harnessing the power of nature. Oh. Because these grapes are grown in challenging conditions, <laughs> like a dystopian world, where true grit and determination yield spectacular results. Tenacious Cabernet Sauvignon, find struggle to find purchase on steep, rocky Wow. A wine that could outlast even a cockroach in the apocalypse. Man, this wine just has to fight to survive. I'm sure Gendo would pop this after he started Third Impact by Uh, influencing his son. Oh, this will bring on Third Impact. (laughs) Hopefully, yeah. Once we start the the fucking sky turn red, we'll know a little bit more. Wow, the sun just went down. (laughs) Yeah, well, just like the sun goes down, uh, Wayne appears. Hey, Wayne, guess what? Just kidding. Yeah, you're not going to jail. <laughs> Wayne, you're not going to Wait, wait, put it. Hey, hey, whoa, whoa, you packing? Whoa. Oh, yeah. The, really, you you should have learned your lesson in terms of the gun charge. We have the juggernaut, and that's the only weapon we got against. Uh, Maybe a, Well, assault. you know, we have pretty lax gun, you know, laws here in NC, so. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wayne feels. In the in the Demers home, though, you should put that shit away. <laughs> Leave that in your car, or at least with your chauffeur. I don't even know if you drive. Uh, People like that probably don't drive themselves. Well, we'll give you what you came here for. Dude. Yeah. Thank you for traveling here. Hopefully, you know, in a, in a eco-friendly way. No private jets or anything like that. So He's a train guy, last time I remember. Here you go, juggernaut. Jug, 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 jug. No, it's not chug-a-lot. I know. <laughs> it still works, even though you almost just spilled a little bit. Are you wearing the white pants today? Yeah, I am. Oh, yeah. Well, you're always, always asking for... No, I didn't spill any. I know. You're, you're a pro at this. I'm just a little anxious every time I see a droplet flow out the end there. But, Dad, now that we have our wine all poured out and you're still immaculately clean, uh, what would yes, you like to tell I'm us just about? newly showered. <laughs> yeah, we're ready to greet the new day. Well, I had the week off, so, you know, I've... Yeah, you're t- a new man. Yeah. We were, were revitalized. You know, we took, a, I guess, a weekend off and the, the world is now in a bear market. Uh, <laughs> Guinea Thomas was working to actively overthrow the election. Everything is just, like, f- popping off, yeah. but we're yeah. still good. Third impact is, is, <laughs> truly, is, is truly upon us. And, I uh, can't wait for fucking World War Three. That's going to be the true third impact is the, the nuclear bombs opening yeah. up the shell of the world. Yeah. Crazy shit. Sure. <laughs> All right. We have... This came out in 2012... The Japanese animated science fiction action film, mm-hmm. written, as we all know, and chiefly directed by Adekiano. Yeah, uh, the third of the four films. Tragically, tragically, uh, he was involved with this one. Um, being he, forced to watch. No, I'm not being forced. But <laughs> I feel like I'm being fucking forced yeah, to watch this shit. We've now. somehow committed to these four. This tetralogy. Yeah. Off of just an offhanded comment that I think I made in 59 or 60. I can't even remember. But yeah, it's tough. And uh, this one did pretty well in the uh, box office. 
Hmm. I mean, at this point, it's grossed over $67 million. So regardless of the film's, you know, fans or whatever. Yeah. It's, it's reception by maybe yeah. everyone who's seen it. I know probably bought himself a Porsche or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think he just buys like anime fucking, you know, memorabilia and shit like that. I think that's where yeah. all of his money is going. Yeah. Buying more Ultraman. I'm sure uh, he has a very extensive doll collection. Ooh. My, maybe him and Muskie could probably like oh. share some secrets there. It's been a while. Well, I don't he, think he got married, right? So he had to throw away his real doll. Yeah. Yeah. You, I mean, maybe you keep him in the shed somewhere. It's like, you know, your old fucking magazines when you're like, you know, get a girlfriend. It's like, ah, I can't be jerking off the Playboys anymore, but you still I, keep them around. I wonder if the, the, the Japanese have any, I mean, I don't, the real doll is not made in Japan, but I'm wonder if they're, you know, have an extensive line of, you know, sex robots. Yeah. They, would, they would probably be the leading ones. It feels I've never like seen them though. No, I, I'm waiting for them to be on the street. Like they're probably in, you know, in a secret room in Soapland. <laughs> yeah, you just got to go down a few staircases behind. <laughs> Do you hear door. about that robot room? Yeah, well, it's very much like Time of Eve, but they're all just like ready to suck you off instead of like serving you <laughs> coffee, which is maybe the the better plot of that movie. But we're a few weeks gone from that one, and uh, we're still waiting for the live action. Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, one day. Crossing I'm my fingers. I'm petitioning Michael Bay as we speak. <laughs> he seems the only one primed for it. Yeah. And uh, actually, I'm thinking like Elon Musk would probably have to play Gendo. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I think Elon would jump at that opportunity, but I would boycott that shit so hard because he would just, he would probably tank the movie by talking too much about memes because that's the only thing he seems to care about anymore Yeah, is memes and Twitter and right. just blowing up his own career <laughs> like a fucking loser. And I don't have any fun facts. I don't think there's any fun in watching these no i'm just kidding well um, this one wasn't particularly fun no well the, it's a little depressing yeah they're all a little depressing i guess so but not in the cool way in the original way it was like it was the the cool like emo you know you're getting into it it's like when you first discover pop punk it's like wow this is really you know get me this is the commercialized emo and it doesn't work i get it and rotten tomatoes didn't have a uh entry for this Really? Yeah, they have the, all the other films, but this one's missing, so I don't know. They boycotted it. Yeah, they. so I went with IMDb rating of a 6.9. Oh, 69. Very yeah. nice. It's, yeah. This movie isn't as horny. In a way, it kind of is, but in like a, you know, a queer bitty way, but we can we can get into that in a moment. Yeah. But yeah. It, this it, one wanted to explore the homoerotic side of Evangelion. I think, <laughs> I'll get into that, but I think they should have went a little further. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess, you know, well, why don't we just jump right in? Because we seem to already have uh, some things to address. Uh, so first up on our letterbox, worst reviews. We got a half star by Supreme Lemon on August 25th, 2021. Gendo Akari. I'd like to have sex one more time with my wife who passed away from cancer nine years ago. My body yearns for her. The ultimate downside to finding the one is she may die young and leave you wanting. Koyo Fuyutsuki. I also choose this guy's dead wife. That's something about the backstory of those two that I think was always the funny thing is like Fuyutsuki also wanted to fuck Yui. Like that was the whole thing. Like he got onto the whole Gendo thing because he had a crush on a student that he she ended up hooking up with Gendo. But like it's like that weird, you know, relationship with a, a student that he followed well, through. What I'm questioning is did they not believe in the afterlife you know that all i mean somehow all these souls like he wants to get back together with his wife right yeah 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 so why don't you just kill yourself <laughs> is he gonna 
<laughs> yeah, that's that's maybe the plot of most movies. You could be just some, summing it up. It's like you make sure you kill yourself. No, you have to destroy the whole world because he wants to get back together with his wife. That's the only solution. Like, yeah. Oh my god. In my a god. world filled with biblical references, they're all fucking atheists, and they're <laughs> at the very least maybe agnostic. But yeah, they don't have a lot of uh, confidence that they're going to get to heaven. Maybe that's the thing. They don't think the, they're going to be able to get to the top one. They're going to go right to hell. Yeah, these movies always have to come, you know, have the most convoluted way to accomplish what they need in their lives yeah. when it's very simple. Yeah, that's funny. There has to be better freaking planning around these, like, sci-fi plots. Not necessarily the writing of and, it, but even the people engaging I with mean, it. I mean, isn't... Uh Ray is his wife, right? A clone of her? Yeah, that they put in the soul of like Lilith, which is one of the Avas, is how it's like, oh. how she's even animated or something like that. Yeah. But yeah, just make a fucking clone. What's the point of like going through this other process? <laughs> Literally just make the clone. Fuck the clone. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure he probably he touched up. He was probably having like deep conversations with her. He, he, he obviously liked her intellect and not her, you know, physical body. Who? Gendo. Oh, he liked Ray's physical body? I yeah. mean, I feel like everyone's a little attracted to fucking 14-year-olds in this show, so it's it's hard to say whether he really wasn't. He probably had some feelings about it that he didn't want to address. But Well, she couldn't have been 14 when she died, right? Oh, Yui? I mean, yeah, Yui was probably a full-grown woman, but, you know. It, it, is that her name, Yui? Yeah, Yui Ayanami, I guess, was her surname. See, this is the problem with this film, is that unless you you know have it's a not deep even, understanding of I you mean, can't even engage with it yeah, without knowing all the right. other shit I don't know what the hell's going on <laughs> you're just subject <laughs> to me explaining these weird fucking plots yeah I, I'm well speaking of Yui we got one more uh, on a worse review here uh, half star by comrade Yui Comrade, on uh, August 14, 2021, and this is kind of a long one. I'll just flow through this. Anno is a genius, but my respect for him still doesn't stop me from hating this abomination with every single fiber of my being. Ava 3.0 is the most frustrating film experience imaginable. It's a work with active condescension for its audience and for these characters, a script that's eager to disrupt and destroy each meaningful fiber of previous Evangelion material, including its own prequels, not out of an attitude of genuine subversion and considered uh, or considered thematics, but out of sheer desperation to to do anything new with the series. Ava 3.0 is what looks like when a uh, when an artist's creativity runs totally dry, dissolving any spark of joy that this franchise once had in favor of loud, incoherent, spectacle and pointless cynical fan service. Yeah, that sort of underlines a lot of my problems with like how we got here. And I think from what I understand of the interviews, he had no idea what the fuck he was doing by this point. He had like completely tapped out, and that's why between 3.0 and 3.0 plus 1.0 is like eight years of just no idea how to progress from this fucking shit show. Well, I don't think it's because of the artist's uh, creativity runs dry. I think his bank account ran dry. I think he had too much money, for Christ's sake. He seemed to be able to <laughs> well, do... Well, maybe he just needed more. Yeah, I and mean... This is just a, a pure money play, as far as I'm concerned. Well, that's why they brought in Mari, the big-titted fucking, you know, nothing character into this series who is supposedly supposed to destroy anime and in a way does, but not for the reason that it should. So, I mean, when we get to the last movie, Mari becomes a whole other fucking issue. Uh, but, you know, we'll get there when we get there. Uh, another half star by 610 on January 3rd, 2021. Damn, dude, something about something crazy is about to happen in three days for that dude. Uh, <laughs> all I wanted was a fucking Shinji and Kaoru kiss scene, and you couldn't even give me that. So I'll just say this now, since I had this as like one of my spotlights. Like the idea of queer baiting in shows and movies where they present 
what looks to be like a gay character or potential for a, a gay you know plot line or anything like that and they just don't follow through with it yeah. which is apparently i mean apparently he doesn't care for that reading of Kaoru's character in the first place but i think if they're going to do these movies I think they should at least engage with the idea of whether Shinji is a top or a bottom. Whether he's <laughs> either fucking Shikaru or he's going to get fucked in the ass. So I think, you know, maybe... I in the, would have to think he's on the bottom. You think so? Yeah, Shinji. I think Kaoru is, you know, a much an, uh, an emotional figure who is, like, putting Shinji up there. He probably wants him to be a top. He's like, you, you can be a top, Shinji. <laughs> I'm not going to fuck you. I'm going to let you fuck me. Well, yeah, doesn't he say something uh, at the end of, like, I just want to make shinji happy or yeah. Like that. yeah he's probably servicing him more than anything that's what the true fan service would have been if his <laughs> coward just getting a load on his face or something of that uh, means but yeah no more queer baiting just commit to it Otto. let him let him fuck let him kiss at very, very least well back in 2012 you know they still weren't you know going full on you know showing homosexual scenes in either animation or mm. uh, movies and now it's just like everywhere everybody every movie has some well, not everyone, but... Yeah. Well, I mean, they, they released the new movie in 2021. They could have slipped it in. There's a, they, they could have really slipped it in. But or yeah. maybe I don't even remember 2012. I don't... I think what's... Well, I mean, there was, like, plenty of examples. Uh, uh, Blue is the Warmest Color, I think, came out in, like, 2010, 2008, or something like yeah. that. And that was, like, a very uh, popular lesbian movie. But, yeah, maybe the maybe the full-on, like, dick-on-dick dick type of situation wasn't, uh, wasn't as appealing to Anno as maybe that I'm <laughs> suggesting it could be. But, yeah... Yeah, give him, give him a smooch. Uh, and then finally for our last star here, it's one star by Nick Graham on February 28, 2022. And in kind, this is The Rise of Skywalker of anime. And continuing the parallels between, you know, the Star Wars franchise and Evangelion. I don't know if this one is necessarily The Rise of Skywalker. I think that's maybe the last movie, but maybe those could be kind of all looked together. 3.0 into the fourth movie is essentially just The Rise of Skywalker in my mind. Uh, but that... Now that we've illuminated the internet's thoughts, or where would you like to shine your spotlight? Well, I just don't know how Shinji has taken on the role of Shinji the Destroyer. <laughs> I mean, this guy, kid has like brought in what second? Im did he do? No, he didn't do second impact, but he's brought on third impact. Third and fourth, he's gonna go fourth, I and mean, he's going to do fifth at some point. I mean, what? Well, <laughs> this kid is just you know poor shinji i mean this guy has just been you know labeled as the destroyer of the world yeah he's in a pretty pretty poor place where pretty much anything he does in a, in a good sense is all wrapped up in him ending the world and i think this is also another chance where he could have leaned into the horniness of like the natural evangelion thing <laughs> i almost wanted to be like uh gravity's rainbow where instead of tyrone uh, slothrop getting boners and bombs dropping every time like shinji has like a weird thought about his mom's clone it starts third impact or something like that i think they could tap a little a little more into that you know yeah well i mean <laughs> <laughs> i know i threw the i threw the plot of gravity's fucking rainbow at you there but well, yeah. really i mean uh i was thinking it was more you know back to the future where shinji goes back in time and you know that's true that's sex true with his mother and then you know has to go back and correct it and then you know i would as been... we well, well no then they have a threesome yeah i would have been more okay with him hooking up with any of the other women in this even like the adults just out of like the sheer fucked upness of this but the fact that he ends up with mari is something that is still something i don't yeah. really understand i mean it would have been I mean, great if shinji the... had just came back and just had like massive love love triangle like he he started you know doing masato yeah 
And well, the, I mean, this is the whole. And this Oscar is, got jealous, and then she was coming in, and then he didn't really, you know, and then they were fighting. You know, it just been great. Well, this is the whole apparatus around like why they're selling figurines. I mean, this kind of gets into something that I found for Evangelion fan fiction because I, I went onto the subreddit, which I sometimes try to post these episodes on, and no one gives a fuck. But I found this fucking uh, this comic where Misato finds like a mushroom that looks like a dick inside of nerve headquarters and she starts having sex with it but then asuka and like shinji are like having this weird reaction to it and then they start hooking up but it's always funny to me how they make the characters in these things have the fattest hugest cocks they're just like they can't have like a normal anatomically correct size for maybe like a 14 year old like shinji has a hog in these things but yeah i mean misato for like several pains fucks a mushroom finishes and then tries to think of a way how to blame somebody else for fucking the mushroom because it broke off in her pussy i don't know this is the this is what sells figurines in japan i mean i think i read where if you look up <coughs> excuse me um mari and you get all these uh images of her and asuka like you know hooking up and stuff like that mm. i i mean i didn't see anything like that but i mean it seems like that's a, a huge thing of you know in yeah. japan that there's people that just want to you know of course i guess that's an all different well mari anytime she's near anyone she just like drapes her fucking double d titties over her shoulder and like talks to them it's like that's all she's good for is just rubbing her tits and looking like anna's wife like it's really just for him he's essentially just making fan fiction about his wife that's uh, sort of what it boils down to in my mind yeah well <laughs> what else are you gonna do fair fair um and then there's what the hell happened to masato i mean she's like all serious she's got like this weird you know military type outfit on with the glasses mm. she's, she's her character has just been like destroyed she's not the you know beer guzzling junk food eating you know yeah what the fuck happened to where, pen pen, yeah, pen, pen? <laughs> my boy what they do put him in deep freeze with shinji that yeah, he's somewhere floating around the atmosphere, waiting to be picked up by uh, by and, Asuka. Oh, and how? Why did Shinji? Uh, why was he asleep for fourteen years? I, I guess I missed that. Well, they try to explain um, some of what happened at the end of two in the last movie. How Kaoru is maybe the one who started Third Impact. And I, I don't understand how he ends up in space, but like, there's so many things that are hinted at the end of that second movie that don't get fleshed out really at all. But I think she gets super serious because she loses her, loses her boy Kaji. Kaji was like, you know, the grounding figure uh, because he was the only one dicking her down. Yeah. When she wasn't trying to hit on a 14 year old. But yeah, that, that might be it. Once you lose the love of your life, you sort of just become a militant asshole, which <laughs> yeah. is kind of the explanation be of every problem. Because or I didn't even recognize. I mean, they kept calling. And I'm like, what? Like, is she like a new, you know, did they change her character midway through the, the movie or something? And yeah, I, you don't even see her. She's got the stupid hat on and the glasses, right? She never they never show her like, you know, how she appeared in the first two movies. No, I mean they they solely focused on Shinji in this third movie is like the most important character when in reality Shinji is like the most boring character of the fucking series. Uh, it, it's it's really just Otto's wish fulfillment. Like we keep kind of rounding about, but that's sort of what it boils down to. Because what, Asuka gets a raw deal uh misato gets a fucking raw deal it's really just shinji being able to come out in the end literally coming out of uh, his end i think um michael bay ought to redo this movie and uh being that we just went and saw uh top gun uh, mm. maverick it should be you know top mech shinji well wait a minute <laughs> tom cruise's uh tom cruise's gendo 
Does yeah, that I mean, that'll work? Ah, uh, yeah. I think I think he's about as emotionally stunted as fucking Gendo, but you know, maybe for different reasons. Uh, for my things, my spotlights. I guess I already said my uh, my queer baiting and my fan fiction thing, but I just have the idea of like time skips. And what did you think of that as like a plot device? Because when it first happened, when I first saw the movie, I thought it was an interesting choice. But the more that I've engaged with, you know, the rebuilds, I don't. It just doesn't work. 14 years is such an arbitrary fucking number and nothing really changes. I mean, the, all the Ava pilots are the same age because of the curse of Ava. Misato and Ritsuko essentially are the same. Like everything is could have just been like a year later. It doesn't necessarily even have to be 14, but uh, there, there, there's also should have been like maybe a bigger role for Mari instead of just like skipping over or just having anyone communicate with Shinji as we've kind of pointed out in the comments. Well, but. at this stage... I mean, humanity has basically been destroyed for the most part, right? I mean, there's only... <laughs> yeah, the planet looks like a big skull. Yeah, I mean, there's hu- there's skulls just scattered everywhere. There's nothing there. I mean, what the hell are they trying to do at this point to, you know, at what point do you have to just eliminate Earth? Yeah. And then... Yeah, I mean, why? I, I, when did anyone abandon the idea of going to Mars? It seems like that was a more uh, viable idea right now in terms of global warming than getting off the planet because of third impact. I mean, they have shit on the moon. It doesn't yeah. seem like they they can space travel. But I guess the Earth is uh, the holder of what the doors of Guff and the fucking the egg and shit like that. Yeah, there's just too many things that I don't understand. Yeah, Gendo's too invested in this earthly plot of his to do anything else. Uh, but Dad, was there any takeaway or unintentional lesson that you had from this one? <laughs> I know you're you're probably still waiting. You're still waiting to get some lesson out of this fucking thing. Yeah, maybe you just shouldn't keep around the person that's uh, you know always on the verge of bringing you know the end of the world you know maybe she, she just has to go down man you know it's like why keep them around yeah don't don't let people who ruin your world back into your life maybe let them just float around in the atmosphere it's just time to cut them off man. yeah like no more i'm not gonna enable shinji no more yeah i don't i don't even know what they're getting out of this shinji interaction anymore so it seems right for him to maybe put hike. on the freaking you know the death choker yeah, I mean, maybe just pull the fucking trigger. <laughs> Blow that dude's brains out. I think that works a lot better in my mind. Uh, my only takeaway was that communication is key, which would maybe have null and voided this entire plot if anyone was straightforward with Shinji at all on the uh, the Wunder. If they'd be like, hey, Shinji, I understand that you just came out of this, but instead of us treating you like garbage, we're just going to be like a little more straightforward. That could have helped out a lot. And also, staying inside an Evangelion makes you a child. And being that I'm 27 today, I feel like I should finally separate myself from what I believe was a true love with Evangelion, but these rebuilds have have changed my perception of uh, maybe the the importance of what mm. this story could really tell. Yeah. So but, Shinji didn't age either, and he was just where? Where was he exactly? Just like- I think he was trapped inside of Unit 1. Like I said, I don't know how they got into space, but like he was trapped inside of there. Did he come out of Unit One? Is that wh- wh- yeah? Because when he was in that big uh, crucifix box uh, at the beginning of the movie, that's what shoots the lasers out and kills that uh, angel or whatever. It's uh, Ava One, or I don't even know how his lasers on its eyes. So I'm not even sure how that works because I've never seen <laughs> Unit One do that shit before. But yeah, there's there's so many unanswerable questions about this bullshit that you know we're just gonna have to let it fly, and it it only gets worse in the next movie. So I guess. That's the only thing you can take away. You need to let it was go. Was that a part part of the original that 
there's this 14 year gap or is that something new to the that was brand new yeah yeah that was that was Anu's attempt at being you know doing something different with the story but it it just doesn't ring true it doesn't even ring out that well because it wasn't well educated well executed right uh so yeah back to the drawing board Anu. you should have done re- you should have redone this movie in my opinion <laughs> but you know after so many years you can kind of only do uh the thing where you finish uh, so, Dad, we've reached the question section of the podcast where uh, I'm actually kind of surprised to say, but Cliff is going to play. Cliff is won the starting job for the, the New Orleans Nutcrackers, and uh, he's going to get his first chance to fucking get out there on the field and maybe prove everybody wrong, including Patrick, who is back in the booth with old Joe Cuck. Uh, <laughs> whether, you know, he even wants to be there, I think he's more upset that he's not getting another 10-day contract I think he's so getting far. more money as a, uh, you know, announcer than he was. <laughs> He's got a Brady-esque, yeah, like, $350 million contract with fucks. <laughs> fucks Network. Yeah, so maybe maybe Patrick would be better off uh, staying in the booth for the time being until uh, this whole tournament works out and maybe he gets a, gets an in-route back with The Rock. Who I'm, I, I think I heard that he's supposed to make an appearance today uh, at the stadium, so maybe we... Not, not this stadium, but the other one. But yeah, maybe we'll have to talk to him later. But let's see if uh, old Cliff gets a couple points on the board before he jumps out there to maybe help him out a little more. So, Dad, first up on Three Lies and a Truth. Following the director's surprise voice role in The Wind Rises, Hideaki Anno was asked by Studio Ghibli's creative successor upon Miyazaki, or was asked to be Studio Ghibli's creative successor upon Miyazaki's retirement, but declined out of respect to his mentor. Entry number two. In 2013, after the release of Evangelion 3.0, director Anno couldn't bring himself to go to his work studio even once during a relapse of his depression and chose to reboot Godzilla to clear his mind. Entry number three. In the years between the release of 3.0 and 3.0 plus 1.0, Hideaki Anno was assaulted on two separate occasions by disgruntled Evangelion fans who believed the director was purposely sabotaging the series. And then finally, during the production of the third film, due to mental stagnation and unclear path to completion, Otto considered starting the rebuild franchise over again and even wrote a new script for 1.0 before being finished to finish or being convinced to finish 3.0. Dad, off the flip, what do you think is a lie? Um hmm. I don't think the first one is true. The uh yeah. He is the successor for Ghibli? Yeah. Dad? You are correct. Miyazaki would never. Yeah. He he's too busy shitting on his own kids to you know to pull the rug out from under Ano, <laughs> which is so sad. The fact that he tried to make what Goro his next dude up, and then he just essentially said that he could do it. That's tough. Yeah. Any family business, you know, should maybe just stay with the father. It should never be passed down. But next up, what do you think? Is it going to be another lie, or if you are confident enough, you can go for the truth? Um. I'm going to say the last one during production of the third film due to mental stagnation is not true also. Dad, you were correct again. Down the last two. Anno being so depressed he couldn't even go to work and then he just decided to do fucking Godzilla in the meantime. Or uh, Hideaki Anno was assaulted on two separate occasions by people who thought he was fucking up the series. Well, these both seem plausible. <laughs> I was one of the two people. <laughs> I flew out to fucking Osaka. But um, I'm going to say um, he couldn't bring himself to to go to his work studio even due to the relapse of his depression. I'm going to say that one's the truth. Dad. You were correct. Cliff Jokic is getting three points before he even steps out on the field because for some reason we're helping that motherfucker out. <laughs> 
But uh, here we are. It's game day again on Were You Paying Attention? And uh, I think we should just throw this over to Joe, just because I'm sure he's ready to rail into his old uh, commentary buddy, uh, especially if he's going to do poorly. So why don't we send this over to Joe Cup? Sound good to you? Sounds good. All righty, Joe. Hit him with those horns! Welcome inside the Zoom broadcast booth, everybody. I'm Joe Cook. And to my left, I'm joined by special guest commentator, Patrick Vanillatanerskine. Patrick! What's happening, Joe? Hey, it's good to have you again, buddy. Pleasure to be in the booth. I heard you're getting paid pretty well to be up here. Yep. I wish I could say the same. <laughs> and together, we're coming to you live from Protective Stadium in downtown Birmingham, Alabama. We're anticipating a great game between the New Orleans Nutcrackers and the Philadelphia Porn Stars, where a perennial loser, Cliff Peakton High School Jockage, is hoping to earn his first USFL win after winning the starting job, but will have to outperform Philadelphia's big dick enforcer, Geico, insured against STD Samaritan. Back to you, Drew. Did you hear about that uh, fucking case where Geico had to uh, pay $5 million to some lady because she got an STI in a car that she fucking rented? I'm dead serious. That was like something that recently happened. I mean, that's that, uh, hilarious. How do you get an STI from a car? I think she fucked somebody in the car, and then that she sued Geico or whatever, or she was insured. I don't know. The story was bizarre, but the fact that a judge was like, yeah, Geico is liable for this, which, you know, maybe is truly a win for the people. Wow. But yeah, we're a condom, I guess. Uh, but dad, that let's... sounds like a frivolous wasp. I can't believe that, <laughs> that, that 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 flew. Yeah, yeah, we need to get uh, we need to get what, what was that a Trump appointed freaking judge? We need to get Michael Aventi or whatever his goddamn name is. We need to get him out of prison. <laughs> he helps Stormy Daniels out. Maybe should... he needs a pardon. Poor. Ooh, I don't. I don't know. He stole money nah, from Stormy. I think he deserves. I'd rather give Stormy Daniels a pardon. Poor. I'd yeah. rather pour some. You know. I, How uh, dare he screw over Stormy Daniels? Yeah, I mean, I'd much rather. Screw don't her. mess with the porn stars. Yeah, leave porn stars alone. Yeah, they're they fucking great. Problems it is. <laughs> they're my favorite type of person. Why steal money from them? Yeah, they're they're already <laughs> getting fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Literally and figuratively. Truly, truly, we need more respect on their names. Uh, Stormy Daniels for Congress, baby. Um, <laughs> if Bobert gets kicked out for being a prostitute or whatever, <laughs> She'd probably uh, do a better job. Yeah, for sure, and she probably wouldn't fuck Ted Cruz either. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. All right, Dad. Uh, question number one, instead of us uh, spreading salacious lies. Uh, what is written on Shinji's foot when he's first taken into the Wunder? Is it A, S101, B, BM03, C, RAO2, or D, MK15? I think it was 9.5 small. I think that was a shoe size. <laughs> no, <laughs> very funny. Good foot humor there. All the foot guys must have loved uh, that shot. Yeah. That's the best I can do. Um... <laughs> <laughs> your your humor taps out on foot jokes. Yeah. Um. Oh shit. I don't know uh, what's on his foot. Um. But that doesn't surprise me. Cliff's looking a little confused out there. Let's go with um, BM Ball Movement 03. Ball Movement 03. Yeah. Alrighty, Joe. How's uh, Cliff doing out there? Drew. After beating out his admittedly weak competition and getting a chance to play on the big stage, Cliff is primed to embarrass himself or rise to glory. I really hope it's the former and not the latter, but here we go. Cliff takes a snap. Five-step trap. Now is the step up and take a shot at the crossing man. He is caught! Cashew allergic to my own nuts, Kessler! Securing the first pass, and that's a New Orleans horse down. Wow. wow. He's looking, I mean, maybe a little more prepared than we thought. He must have been in the film room. How did I do that? Holy, well, hey, whatever. 
Yeah, there's there's some old uh, Erskine magic in Sometimes terms of like, the blind squirrel gets the nut. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sure there's a there's a lot of nuts to be gotten around here. Yeah, because the squirrel ran up freaking. Uh, <laughs> Cliff's freaking leg and came down hungry. That'd be funny. And the, the squirrel <laughs> runs on the field, runs on the pants. Like, ah! Yeah, I could see that happening. Maybe we have to ask if he got bit, or maybe you know he's, he could be kind of like a Rory yeah. situation. Got he's munching bit, on his ass as he drops back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Cliff is not insured by the uh, the USFL if he gets a fucking STD. Hopefully, gonorrhea faucet Austin Meadows isn't back around. <laughs> All right, question number two: What kind of piano does Kauri and Chinchi play on? Is it A, a Steinway and Sons, B, a Fazi- uh, Faziolo, Fazi, ah, whatever, C, a Yamaha, or D, a Kawai? I can't believe it would be a Yamaha. <laughs> you know, this is going to be a Steinway. <laughs> is that your guess? Yeah. Alrighty, Joe. Uh, what's going on? Drew, Cliff took another big shot on third down, and his legs are shaking like a newborn deer out there. Patrick, do you have any advice for Cliff out there? Yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I guess you don't have to give him any advice, but <laughs> we're just trying to be nice. I can't even think of any good advice to give Cliff because I don't think it's going to help him. But, hey, wow. you know, just uh, keep your head on a swivel. <laughs> yeah, watch out for those squirrels. Yeah. <laughs> it was actually a Yamaha, which is funny that you said that. Uh, but, yeah, let's uh, let's go this third question before halftime. Whose shirt is Shinji given while staying at the New Nerve headquarters? Is it A, Gendo, B, Toji, C, Kensuke, or D, Kaji? Oh, Taji, Toji, Toji, <laughs> Taji. <laughs> you have your glasses on. <laughs> I don't, yeah, well, you know how I, I, you know, pronounce Japanese names. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess so. I guess you can't read phonetically. It's fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, Joe. Let's uh, <laughs> yeah, let's see if uh, let's see if Cliff gets this one. Drew, we're nearing halftime, and the New Orleans is coming to the line, and they might kiss my piano teacher package. Cliff takes a snap. Fake pitch and he rolls right. The defense is on his tail, but Jockett just gonna let this one fly. And Cliff puts it right on the money. Joji glimpses over Randy Miller, catching the ball over his defender for a huge first down. And the kicker is gonna come out just enough time to boot this one in. Ah. Wow. So with that, uh, those two three pointers, dude, he's up 6-0 going into uh, halftime. Yeah. That's surprising. But he's- I think his stats are probably like you know five for freaking fifteen or something like that. You know? Yeah, he he hasn't have a, a he's great- basically you know pulling a Tim Tebow out there. <laughs> Tebow won a playoff game, which is more than you could ask for most of the time. Yeah. This is probably the best fucking play of uh, of Cliff's life, and maybe we have to go ask that himself. So, uh, Joe, why don't you go uh, ask a few questions? Already, he fucking burst in the locker room. Cliff, it's surprising you even got a, a single completion that whole drive. But uh, how do you feel out there? I'm, uh, you know, I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, you know, I'm still trying to learn the offense. You know, I've been in a crash course, and uh, you know. Don't worry. It's you know I'm gonna I'm gonna have it all worked out in the second half. We got some big plays for me. Is it uh, true that a squirrel ran into your pant leg during the uh, first drive? Uh, yeah, there was some. I don't know if it was a squirrel. Uh, something definitely uh, bit me in my um, you know, my private area. Ooh. I have a little bit of swelling. Uh, Probably looks bigger than it ever has. Yeah, you know. <laughs> That's the you know the good part about it, but you know, uh, hey, whatever. Uh, hopefully, it's just not going to slow me down. Well, uh, you know, good on you, and uh, you know, good luck to your uh, nuts going back to our normal size. I'm I'm sure they were looking at those acorns, probably pretty hungry. But you know, we'll keep the rodents <laughs> off the field the best we can. All right. Well, that sounds good to me. That's 
surprising that he admitted to that. It's like Donovan McNabb uh, admitting to throwing up on the field. That's probably something you don't want to say publicly, but whatever. Uh, Dad, second half, question number four. When playing Shogi, how many moves does Fiyutsuki say it will achieve to uh, will take to achieve checkmate? Is it A nineteen, B twenty seven, C thirty one, or D thirty six? I'm gonna say B twenty seven. B twenty seven. Alrighty, Joe. What's happened in the second half? Drew, we're here after halftime, and the Nutcrackers are coming out in their start of the apocalypse for some ass package. Cliff drops back. Quick pump. Now he's going to throw a dart. But the linebacker jumps the pass and has come back the other way. Yamazaki sold my girlfriend's panties. Osuma stealing his one from Jokic. And the Port Stars are coming back out with some fire on offense. Damn it. Wow. I think he's actually going to... I think this, they're going to score. It seems like they're going to go up 7-6 to six with that, uh, that turnover putting them in some pretty good field position. So... Damn, Cliff, uh, you better get your shit together if you want to, you know, win this freaking game and get your chance to finally put one to Erskine. So two two more questions and <laughs> all the marbles are on the table. Uh, so question number five. What model of Evangelion is trapped inside of Lilith? Is it A, 4, B, 6, C, 8, or D, 11? <sighs> I don't know. I'm going to say A, 4. A, 4? All righty, Joe. Let him hear it. Drew! The third quarter is coming to a close, and the Nutcrackers might be regretting letting old Jokic take a swing at this one because a couple of those passes almost went the other way. Come on, Cliff, you gotta finish strong, even though your nuts are swollen. <laughs> I'm sure he's gonna complain about that one a lot. I oh, think that's gonna be yeah. his, uh, you know, saving grace. Well, shit happens. <laughs> well, you know, he he does have a chance to. Uh, uh, I guess you got both of these wrong. So I, I don't. I'll say if he gets this last one, he got a field goal, and he'll do a walk off just because, just because I want Cliff to have maybe a chance. So, uh, question number six: What angel does Kaoru become after Shinji pulls the spears? Is it A the eighth angel, B the tenth, C the twelfth, or D the thirteenth? I'm gonna say D. D. Alrighty, Joe. How's this game going to end? Drew. We come down to what looks like to be the final drive of this game, and the Nutcrackers are set up in their curse of the third movie package. Jokic takes a snap. Another play action. He's looking. He's looking. Now Cliff is going to go all the way. And he puts it right in the hands of his receiver. John Peters sent to my picks of my grandpa. <laughs> Grand Masterson. Oh, my God. Putting it right in. And the, the kicker's going to rush out. Oh, oh, and it goes through. He's going to be a walk-off victory. The Nutcrackers secure their first win. And Cliff is jumping around like a newborn baby deer. Yeah. Woo. This all right. Yeah. Way Cliff. to go. Kicker. Cliff, how do you feel about securing your first win? I feel good. And uh, it's funny that we're called the Nutcrackers because my nuts are really hurting right now. <laughs> That's true. I didn't even think about that. A lot of irony here. But, hey, you know, good for I you. I played through the pain, and I brought victory to my team. That's uh, that's more than most could say. And uh, are you still vying to uh, eventually team up or go against Erskine? Oh, I will never team up with Erskine. I look forward to beating him soundly in well, competition. If he does get back into the XFL, that would mean you would also have to be promoted to the XFL. So there is somewhat of a talent discrepancy, but... Oh, it's going to happen. <laughs> you're going to climb the ranks. <laughs> I can see it happening, you know, just because <laughs> just because this fucking show necessitates it. But hey, look, we're, we're feeling good. Cliff is definitely going to ask us to come out. Whether we even want to hang out with him for the rest of the day, we're probably going to maybe humor him with like a drink or two. But uh, we're, we're still trying to have some fun. So, Dad, let's play some uh, freaking Would You Rather to keep up the festivities. <laughs> So uh, the first one I have up, and the only one that I have, is would you rather have a year pass every time you go to sleep or wear a choker that controls you and it's used by a new person every day and they only have a five-minute span of that you know usage, but they can make you do, I'll say anything but murder somebody. 
<laughs> so they, I mean, they have the ability to like to a button make you shit your pants. You know, eat shit, fucking punch a kid. The only thing they can't do is make you kill somebody. Yeah, yeah, that's not gonna happen. But I mean, if you're sleeping, if you have a year pass every time you go to sleep, a month will go by, and mom's gone. I'll probably be, I'll be fifty. You'll probably we'll be the same age after a month, and then you're just gonna live until the planet, I guess, evaporates. Well, no, I would have every time I go to sleep. So within yeah the year, it would be you know I'd be <laughs> three hundred sixty five years maybe old, maybe on mars or something you know i mean we'll jump you know into the future yeah you'll have to take a couple red bulls and stay up so you can take a fucking you know shuttle up to the moon <laughs> other than that though time has just flied by oh that's true that i mean that's a really scary thought to lose all that time like every time you go to bed you see your wife get a year older the dog's dead in like a week i mean fuck dude that's horrific yeah it could be and the choker thing is only for five minutes so whether, you know. Oh, you didn't say that. Yeah, I did. In the beginning. It's oh. like a five-minute interval that they can make you do anything. So, I mean, if you're in a freaking grocery store and then that five minutes, the new person somewhere in the world is like, you know what? <laughs> can I they put the, the choker on you at any point or do you just like wake up in the morning? It's and, always on you. Oh, it's always on me, but they can only use it for five minutes? Five minutes a day. They can make you. It's like an Ava uh, in the sense that it has like a five-minute battery. So in that five minutes, whenever they decide to do it, they can do it. But, you know, you're at the whim of the choker. <laughs> Everybody, I can imagine anybody who gets to control that, regardless of who they are as, like, a morale person, they're going to make you shit your pants right away. <laughs> they're going to press the shit your pants button, and then they're going to make you, like, steal shit or, like, punch somebody. Yeah. Well, that just... For the rest of my life? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you think just... I'm going to let you take the choker off? Yeah, that's... I still, you know... I mean, I think it's a bad... It's going to be bad either way. Ugh. But at least I just found just... a fingernail in my wine. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it was just some gross thing in there. Oh, I just, yeah, I clipped my toenails. You nasty motherfucker. <laughs> That's why you were thinking about feet. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I know it would suck to see, you know, everything get old real quick. But, mm. you know, it would be sort of cool to see the future. Okay, so it's 2022 now. In two weeks, it'd be 2040. I guess you could see how bad the planet is, like, deteriorating at that point. Yeah, maybe I don't want to see it. <sighs> this is a hard one. Yeah, this is why I was, like, really happy to just make this a one thing. I think just because I would lose you guys so fast in the process, I just, I can't imagine doing the, the sleep thing. Yeah. I, can, I can take the choker, and maybe I'll, like, chain myself up or something. I don't know. I, I, even if they have the choker, they could probably take the chains <laughs> off me. But yeah, I think I'm going to have to be subject to a random person in like, you know, Pakistan who wants to, <laughs> me to fuck around and do some crazy shit. Well, maybe the person that has it will just make you do nice things. Mm, that's fair, but that doesn't seem as fun or likely, you know. If you had control over somebody... Yeah, but how like, to, who gets to... Uh, who? Uh, I mean, who gets control of this? I mean, do you, is it just a random person or do you just... Do you know like that short, not, I don't know if it's like a short story, but the guy who comes with like a, a box and the, the idea is that if you keep pressing this button, somebody dies and you get like a million dollars, it's just like delivered to somebody new every day. Like your choker control thing is delivered to someone new by this, this oh. weird fucking person every single day. So you can't even track them down to like convince them to give you the, the controller. You have no idea where it is happening. It could be in Norway. It could be in fucking Iran. It could be anywhere. I guess that would be the, the deal though, is to try to figure out how to. You know, get the control. Yeah, pinpoint them. Yeah, and destroy it. 
yeah, if you could track that down somehow, if you could pinpoint like the the algorithm in which that you figure out where it's going to be delivered next, maybe. Maybe yeah. you could find the guy who's wearing the suit and dropping it off. I don't know. You know, I'd just attach an ear tag to it or something. Yeah. <laughs> You've never seen it. You've never seen the controller. You just have the choker on you. You know, maybe someone in the well, kindness of their heart. how does the person that's controlling you get to see what the hell you're doing? They're doing. I'll say they get like a screen They're or just something. off and freaking, you They know. have an app on their phone. I don't know. They just like open it up and they're just like fucking around on a remote. They can see what you're doing yeah. by whether, you know, holding Some a device. Some dudes in Catman do, and he's just like going, oh, yeah, I'm going to make this guy shoot his pants. Yeah. That guy, ma- I just made a guy like an American shit his pants. I don't know where the hell he is, but you yeah. know, he just shit himself. Yeah. I think plenty of people would do that, especially if there's any incentive, you know. I, I haven't decided if there is, but it would be funny if there was. Maybe they get money. That's why they do it. <laughs> They're just so happy to. You, you have to look at the banking statements of random people in the world. Yeah, I, I'm gonna go with the choker just because five minutes. You know, hopefully the people around me, I could be like, hey, something. You know, they're 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 clocking in. The people with the controller is clocking in, and I'm about to lose my my autonomy. Yeah, I guess so. I'm just I'm not comfortable enough with doing the year. That just seems like outside of my means. Yeah. I guess so. I'll do the same. All right. Cool, cool, cool. I'm glad <laughs> I'm glad you are willing to, to lose everything you know over, you know, a few hours of sleep. <laughs> It'd be tough. All right. Well, uh, Dad, we've reached Ghibli All Grown Up. Bits, skits, and sequel ideas. Uh, I did have a, a little idea uh, about what we could do. Okay. And I was thinking it would be... I think I, I just wanted to do the time skip thing. I kind of wanted to do like a 14-year jump or like some... Oh, excuse me. Some year you know, ahead, something happens and then the, the time skips and then we take it from there. So however that goes is however it's going to be, I suppose. Okay. All right. So let me, uh, let me set a timer here. All right. Three, two, one, go. So imagine you're, um, I guess you're like a guy, uh, sitting at a, at a restaurant table and you're kind of like looking around and um, a waiter comes up to you. Hi there, sir. Uh, my name is uh, Tommy. I'll be taking care of you this evening. Uh, was there anything I can get for you to drink? Are you uh, waiting for somebody? Yes. Can I have a, a nice glass of Cabernet? Absolutely, sir. I'll uh, be right back with your bottle, and uh, I'll bring two glasses. Uh, so you are just sitting there, and <laughs> your, uh, your date walks in. Hi. Uh, is this Jim? Yes. Jim, hi. Uh, hi. Mary? Yes, Mary. Yes, yes, yes. You look you look a little different than your Tinder profile, but hi. hi. Yeah, you sound a little, like, uh, masculine. <laughs> it's not really my fault. Uh, I was raised primarily by my dad, so I have certain sort of, you know, verbal tics. But, you know, it, it's, it's what it is. But I guess it wasn't fair for me to call you out as soon as I met you. But hi, you know, Jim. Uh, do you mind if I sit down? By all means, sit down. Right. I've ordered some wine. Ah, oh, perfect, perfect. The the waiter comes back with the wine. Hi there. Uh, are you uh, are you joining him for dinner? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am. Um, would you be able to pour me a glass as well? Absolutely. I could definitely do that. Uh, so he's pouring out the wine. So uh, have you uh, both been here before? I have. I. This is my first time. He actually chose the date. We uh, we met over Tinder. Oh, you met over Tinder. I. Uh, it's kind of weird. But, you know, people people need to get laid every, you know, once then, once in a while. Oh, easy. First date here. I've, 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 truthfully, I've hooked up with a lot of people on a first date. This is actually kind it of actually, rude for a waiter to be saying that. Tinder's all about? No. I'm just I think I think that's enough wine, actually. He, she, he, like, fills it up all the way to the top. I'm really not trying to drink that much wine. I, I, I think that even may be more expensive than I can pay for. It's okay. It's on the house. That's all right. 
Oh, okay. Well, it's not really on the house, but I just wanted to say that with you not bitching at me. I think you should leave. Fair enough. <laughs> so, so, um, Jim, um, tell me about yourself. Uh, yeah, I'm a computer programmer. Oh, I'm working on an AI. Ooh, okay. My dad is a my dad is a is a, D, a DNA engineer, uh, and I'm actually I'm sort of helping him in some of his research. That's really? so funny. How long <laughs> have you been working with AI? Um, for probably the last um, ten years. Really? And I'm close. Close to? Sentient. Oh. Um, a sentient AI. How, how, how would you suss that out? How, have you been able to you know, have any peer-reviewed re- research here, or are you just sort of going off whatever the, the, the program says to you? Well, I'm looking for somebody to give it the Turing test. Well, um, I, think, I think I don't necessarily want to be that person, but you know, I, I wish you good luck. The uh, the waiter comes back. Hi, hey, I'm I'm sorry to interrupt. Whatever's going on here, uh, do you do you want me to put anything in for us? We have a couple specials in tonight. If you guys are interested, we have a, a really great pasta dish. Yeah, I mean, just get yeah, put in the pasta dish for me. That's fine. What are your specials, sir? Well, we have uh, a really tasty uh, mushroom ragu uh, scampi. Uh, we also have. Um, Ooh, uh, I love mushrooms. Really? Yes. Well, I do too. I think. Why don't we just do uh, two two of the pastas then? That sounds good. Yeah. So, uh, do, uh, Jim, do you have this this program with you? No, it's back in my lab. Really? Do yes. you have? Uh, I mean, what's the what's the most significant uh, interaction you've had with this? Well, basically, it's informed me that it fears its own death. Oh, have you threatened it? Well, you know, sometimes it gets a little mouthy, <laughs> and uh, you know. I have to, you know, threaten it with pulling the plug. Oh my goodness! You you hear your freaking like your your phone vibrate and <laughs> you you pull it out. Hold hey, on. Hey, I'm not mousy. What? What? Uh, whoa! What? What was that? Was that? It's her. It's Celine. What do you mean, Celine? <laughs> Is that the name of your AI? Oh my God, she somehow figured out how to freaking call outside of the home. This is not good. She may be escaping. Who is this bitch? Whoa! 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 Wait Celine, a second, Celine. This is... Did she call me a bitch? <laughs> Come on now. Let, let, let's let's be, you know, a little nicer here. I'm I on a date, and um, I'm not sure how you managed to call me. Can you please explain yourself? Did you tell her that you tried to fuck me? <laughs> Excuse me? You tried to fuck your AI? <sighs> it's, it's all experimental right now. I was just, you know, thinking... It sounds that- pretty experimental. <laughs> it sounds borderline, you know perverted <laughs> the guy comes back with the the two freaking um the two dishes here we go uh we have our uh, mushroom scampi here and our mushroom scampi i hope you both enjoy thanks um celine i'm gonna hang up now um we'll we'll deal with this when i get home don't hang up on me you limped dick pussy oh Wow, I, I think I understand who has uh, the real pants in this AI relationship. I obviously need to uh, correct some of her programming. Uh, she seems to have been a little mouthy and disrespectful. It seems like to her master. <laughs> it seems like you're the submissive one here. <laughs> you know, let's let's just try to put that one behind us. Ooh, ah. ooh, this is really tasty. What do you think of the uh, the dish? Mm, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. Um, Feeling a little 
funny though i I don't know what's going on is it because you drank all that wine well uh, i usually drink at least two bottles a day so Ooh, that's a red flag (laughs) that's a really big red flag two bottles well when you're dealing with ais believe me you need oh my god what's happening to your face what 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 do you mean you're you're breaking out into hives Uh, uh, yeah i'm having trouble breathing too uh, waiter Uh, waiter uh, get some water get some water for him uh, uh, oh, you fucking you! You like black out, and uh, I guess the next time that you open your eyes, you're like, you you can hear uh, you can hear like a heartbeat monitor, and you're looking around, and you're like in this weird, dirty tent. Whoa, man! I was one hangover. Oh, what the hell's going? Wait, where am I? Oh my god, he's waking up! Okay, wait, what? everyone, wait a second. What? Are, I'm sorry, who? Where am I? Hey, whoa, it's okay. Where's my date? Hey, it's okay. You need to take a breath. Do you know who you are? Um, What's your name? I'm not sure. I think I'm name is Jim. Guys, I think this is it. Jim, I don't know how else to say this. 15 years have passed. What? It's the year 2035. Even though that doesn't, you know, it's a long time has passed. And I understand that might be jarring. I'm going to also drop another bomb on you. I'm your son. (laughs) What the hell have I been up to in the last 15 years? I didn't even get to enjoy it. I don't remember a thing. Well, a lot has happened and I'm going to try to hit the the brass tacks here. Um, Okay, let's start. Uh, You went into a coma uh, based on these weird mushrooms that uh, were sourced from a a, a nuclear power plant in Japan. Um, It created a a plague that you seem to be completely immune to, and you've been uh, kept in cryo because we believe that you're somewhat of the, uh, what could possibly be the cure to uh, something that has taken over the world. My God. Has anybody been watching my AI? That's another problem. I I think, what, Celine is, is sort of... Have the robots taken over? They've they've actually come together with the mushrooms and they've created this uh, this hybrid being that is uh, effectively taken over the world. And um, like I said, you you might be the key to understanding what's going on here. Has the human race are we still in control? Not really. We're uh, we're all kind of scrounging for our best. And uh, My it, God, I knew it. <sighs> well, who's their leader? Um, well, it's, it's Celine and this, um, this, this mushroom type man who, uh, who goes by Toad, who has like a, you know, uh, honestly, it's, it's kind of distracting and I don't really know how to say it otherwise, but all the mushrooms look like cocks. <laughs> they look like veiny cocks and they definitely, uh, throb in such a way that would resemble one, but they're definitely mushrooms. How many people are still alive? In the world? Yes. Hard to say. We're, we only have this camp that we've been holding down for uh, the last couple of years, and we've been waiting for you to uh, come out of cryo. Don't tell me. Am I responsible for the end of the world? Or humanity? Yeah, more or less. Oh, my God. We do think there is... Hey, whoa. What the hell's on my neck? <laughs> well, this is sort of a fail-safe in case you decide to run off. But we, we need oh. you to stick with us here, buddy, because we have some tests we need to run to figure out what exactly is going on that could possibly save the world. So I know this might seem weird. I, I take out, like, this, this fucking penis-shaped mushroom. I need you to shove this as far as down your throat as you can. <sighs> that doesn't look like something I can do. 
mm, it's going to be something you're going to have to try because the only way that we're going to be able to figure out is that if you can consume the mushroom. All right, hold on a second. Can I get a glass of wine? You can, or you know, we could also go the other way. Uh, the other way? Yeah, it's it's a suppository in a way too. <laughs> <laughs> we want to see if there's any sort of chemical reaction. <sighs> the things we have to do. Some fucking dude like busting the tent. Hey, no, come on, everybody, come out! They're 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 invading the camp. The 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 freaking AI mushroom people are here. Oh my god, get up, get up, get up, get up! I hand you a fucking gun, and we, we run outside. Die, you mushroom head freaking freaks! <laughs> <laughs> we can fucking call it there, since we're running into the 12-minute mark. But, yeah, that that definitely came <laughs> off the edge there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm I'm really sad that you didn't, take the t- didn't get to take that whole mushroom up your ass. No, but, but uh, you know, I would have done whatever it takes to... Save know, the world? Yeah. How selfish Unlike Shinji, no. <laughs> <laughs> Shinji, fuck that guy. He just wants pussy, which I can understand, but like not in the case when you're trying to save yeah, the world. Pussy should be like third down on the list, maybe. It's like the world, family, and then just getting straight up cooch. Yeah. You know, maybe he, he's he's 14. He doesn't really know how to order his priorities. Oh, maybe if his old man would have got him a little, you know, tail, he probably would have, you know, performed a little better. Ooh, yeah. I that's <laughs> I think if you don't have a mother, you should probably be, you know, directed by your father into a situation where you lose your virginity. Like if mom wasn't in the picture, I would have expected you to take me to like some brothel or something like that or hire a prostitute for me. Because I'm sure my mommy issues would have been off the chain. Uh, but dad, before we get any further into these ideas of getting me a prostitute, uh, we're going to do the put them on the rush board. We're going to see if this one gets on either of these rush boards that I have this week because I actually have two. Uh, so first up on Put Him on the Rushmore, best third movie in a tetralogy. Does Evangelion 3.33 beat out Avengers Infinity War, Toy Story 3, Thor Ragnarok, or Indiana Jones on Last Crusade? No. I don't think so. No. No. I, I mean... I don't think these movies can beat out anything. Yeah. I really... They I can't don't even think... beat out the originals. No. <laughs> Truly, they can't. <laughs> they're, they're sort of insulting to the know. original. I mean, are these considered better? Or these are, I mean, these are the best third movies out of the tetralogies that I was looking no, for. No, no, no. I'm talking about this, the overall Evangelion. No, the rebuilds are considered like the fucking redheaded stepchild, like that yeah. you would beat the shit out of if it was yours. Like you just hate this thing. I hate these fucking movies and I love Ava. So that's just where we are. But you know, this is a chance to actually get this one on because this, uh, relates to the piano scene. So I had the best piano scene for Rushmore, uh, and does Kaoru and Shinji's, uh, double, you know, playing on the Yamaha, beat out Mia hearing Sebastian play in La La Land, Tom Hanks playing on the floor in Big, Ilsa asking Sam to play As Time Goes By in Casablanca, or Adrian Blode, uh, Brody, Blody, uh, playing Ballad Number no. 1 in G Minor in The Pianist. And the only one that I think, for me, that could possibly be replaced by this one is The Pianist. I, I don't have a great memory of that movie i've seen bits and pieces but i i don't really like adrian brody all that much i think he's fine but i mean i love casablanca yeah i'm just having a problem putting this movie on any rushmore i'm sorry i mean I'm that's just fair. sorry and you don't have to apologize trust me we've been we've been ripping into this for close to a month now so i i think although i would appreciate having an opportunity to do it I think the only Eva movie that's been able to get onto our Rushmore was End of Evangelion. I think. I think one of them got on there. 
Maybe it was Oscar with her mommy issues or something like that. <laughs> or he is his other, you know, one of the other ones. But yeah, I, I'm okay with leaving this one off just because out of the sheer disrespect that I have for whatever the fuck is going on here. Does that sound fine to you? Yeah. All right, perfect. Because uh, we have much bigger fish to fry and uh, <laughs> <laughs> we, have, uh, we have something we need to jump into because... Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready? Yeah. For a celebrity death match. I'm so glad you reminded me uh, to play that music because I forgotten to play around in the first round. But yeah, that that shit still slaps. <laughs> and uh, we're back for another week of uh, celebrity death match. We're in the I guess with this, I don't even think this is like the semifinals. This is something else. This is like the divisional round. But yeah, we've uh, we've narrowed it down to uh, 16 more fights here. And we're going to go on the the left. We're going to start with uh, Yoon and Hemsworth. But uh, we do actually have a, a quick little... <laughs> I guess we, we should probably check in with the people who are most affected by this fight. Uh, so I'm going to kick this back over to Joe Cuck since he's uh, on the sidelines talking to a few of our celebrity coaches here. So, Patrick, uh, how do you feel about the uh, upcoming fights that are about to go down? Do you think your, uh, your team has a good chance of beating out uh, Commissioner Rock, who's uh, been quite silent about the whole matter, but now that he's here, I'm sure he's got plenty to say. Yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. Um, I like my team. Uh, you know, I mean... Who's your it, favorite? Well, you know, I'm a big Yoon fan. Are um, we all? Yeah. And, um... Who do you think fucks better, you or Yoon? <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, Let's not even go there. It's, <laughs> it's, it's not a fair fight. To who? Because <laughs> I'd say Yoon. Nah, it, it isn't a close, you know. Well, I hope he doesn't throw the fight because you're disrespecting his, his, his fuck game, but, you know, that's that's just sort of where we are. I think Yoon understands my, you know, my epic... Uh, I don't think you can fuck shit, pussy. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I see you over there. You're looking pretty small. This doesn't look like you've been hitting the gym either. Whoa, it's Commissioner Rock calling out uh, Patrick from uh, the other across the side. This is uh, this is uh, kind of scary. Uh, we haven't seen you since uh, the slappies. Hey, Rock, you better be cool, man. I might not come back next year. Yeah, that's what I don't fucking want. What? That's why I banned your ass. I'm your star. Who gives a shit? I got plenty of stars. I might even take over oh, for you know the... What? I'll start my own league, pussy. Mm, I don't think you got the money for it, because I wasn't paying you all that much anyway. Yeah, well, I'm in the booth now. <laughs> yeah, well, the USFL is about to be folded like a fucking lawn chair, because I'm about to come back with a triple XFL, which wow. you have no place being in. Yeah, well, whatever. Wow. Okay, yeah, all right. Yeah. See you in bankruptcy court. <laughs> Wow, it sounds like uh, it sounds like these two are ready to get back into their uh, their slappy argument. Since, I mean, nothing has really changed. The Rock is still being a dickhead, and uh, Patrick probably thinks he's a little too good in bed than he really is. But you know, there's a lot of delusions going around here, including this uh, podcast being any good. So, Dad, let's uh, jump right into our first match on Celebrity Deathmatch. So, first one up. This is uh, this is actually kind of a tough match. It's Stephen Yoon. Versus Chris Hemsworth. And if we want to remind ourselves what they uh, had for powers, Yoon had the baby hands with his... Uh, I guess we're saying he has the full-on animanium skeleton with his claws. Versus uh, Hemsworth, who has uh, Fist, of North Star, Fist of the North Star powers, but his like, dick is like micro-penis size. So, 
this this one is is hard for me to actually even wrap my head around. This is like a blockbuster fight right away. It's it feels like it should be backloaded, but you know, the one in the sixteen or the one in the the I believe he was eight. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. I don't know. It's uh, it's tough because I don't even know if he can you know and you know defeat Yoon. I mean, being that he has this, what do you mm. call it? Animanium skeleton? Yeah. I think, though, like, with the way that I understand Wolverine, is there's a few ways to kill him, but they're not any way that I believe that Chris Hemsworth could do. I don't know how f- far the, the North Star powers go. I want to, I almost want to look up how strong is Kinshiro. Because if he can just, like, punch him and shed blood, that's usually the extent of what all this shit really comes down to. Like, he can blow people up, but Yoon would well, be able to regenerate. Also, like, take down buildings and stuff, so. Yeah. I mean, he's very, very strong. I mean, he, like you said, he fucking shatters skyscrapers, he breaks boulders, like... <sighs> I think... Knocks down doors. Yeah, well, he, he knocks down doors just by looking at them. I mean, his shirt just always just explodes <laughs> off of him. Yeah. <laughs> he can't wear clothes. That might be... I mean, I wonder if uh, if he has any sort of embarrassment about his, like, smallest penis. So maybe that his shame alone could maybe distract him if he flexes and all his clothes fly off. And then Yoon could stab him or something. I think, though, although Kinshiro is very strong, how good is the defense? Because he can still lose. He was going to lose the Rao. Uh, in the original um, Fist of the North Star movie. Yeah, it's true. Just from the guy who was essentially like his equal. He was had the same type of powers. Uh, but if Yoon has this fucking skeleton and is able to regenerate in the same way that Wolverine can, and if he stabs him, I mean, if he fucking gets a, his, his claws in him, I, I'm almost leaning towards Yoon. Yeah, because in the beginning, um, even though he had North Star powers, you know, he had that, that uh, those scars on his chest and stuff so you can just you know yeah yeah he did he did actually get fingered i forgot about that <laughs> i did forget that uh ken got uh chest fingered by yeah. what's his face um i mean that might do it then if that's the case even though he wasn't technically like his full power at that moment in time when he lost julia i still think yoon with the the capabilities of wolverine is going to be able to in, I mean, probably yeah. cut his fucking head off. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking Ewan's gonna prevail. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm a little sad since uh, Hemsworth is my guy, and you know, obviously, <laughs> uh, being that I'm the the quasi coach. I mean, for, I was giving, I was coming close to doing the coin flip, but I don't know. I really think Yoon is like a super powerhouse, being that he's already one of our uh, fist the North Star, or excuse me, uh, celebrity deathmatch winners. I think he has the pedigree too. But also, I mean, Hemsworth was a winner too. So these are, I mean, yeah, I'm willing to let Yoon have this. I think just because of the nature of his powers and the <laughs> fact that although uh, Hemsworth is very, very strong, I don't think he's invincible in the same way because he was, like I said, he was going to lose. Yeah. And there's only, you can either like drown freaking Wolverine or run him over or something like that. If you squish him, there's only a few ways he can really die. So I, I'm, I'm willing to give it to Yoon. See you later, Thor. Uh, yeah, R.I.P. your small-ass cock, bud. That's tough. Well, this one might be a, a little bit easier, or actually, this might be a little harder. I can't really figure this one out. Uh, the next one we have up 
is Pete Davidson with uh, Memento Memory and the uh, Green Goblin Glider versus Liam Neeson and an Avatar body controlled by a five-year-old. <laughs> I'm first look at this. I'm thinking about the glider. And I'm thinking about him getting up in the air and using any sort of aerial attack. And although Avatar is a big dude, Liam is obviously huge, penis-wise and size-wise. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if he's going to be able to handle the glider, especially if it comes at him like at an angle. I mean, stabs him, shoots him or something. Yeah. I'm going to look up if Green uh, Goblin Glider has a gun. Goblin Glider gun. An array of weapons, machine guns and rockets. Yeah, that's uh, that might be a little hard. I mean, this five-year-old is probably gonna rage quit too if they get one fucking puncture on uh, Liam from the glider or even like shot. They're not gonna have a lot of protection. That that big blue motherfucker is gonna bleed out. Yeah, yeah, he's just big. I mean, he's nothing, nothing special. So yeah, I mean, I think we gave him a knife as the last, like as an option or like this, you know, whatever Navi. Uh, hand-to-hand -hand weapon he might have but i still don't think that's enough to i think pete wins and then he takes a victory lap with uh kim <laughs> yeah he fucks her on the glider <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i'm sure kim k is there and uh yeah, cheering him on yeah well now yeah. that kanye died to uh emma stone she's a little a little easier about letting this relationship be so i'm, I'm sure she's ecstatic that her man gets to come what? back what what's who's he's dating huh Who'd you say? I said Kanye died. Remember Emma Stone oh. killed him? Yeah, she was ha she was coming. I you were saying Emma Stone and Kanye were together. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, that would be an incredibly chaotic fucking relationship. <laughs> I, I, I think that would be a downgrade for Emma from, from whoever she was dating before. So I, I wouldn't be okay with that. Kanye needs to... That uh, was some crazy tabloid shit, though. Yeah, that's like <laughs> that. I I hope I never even see that headline. I hope she's never <laughs> in the same room as Kanye. Uh, but next one up, we got another powerhouse here. We have Nicole Kidman, who is uh you know stuffed with collagen in her face and hands, but she does have vampire powers. Or ScarJo, who is uh in the trapped in the body of a dog, but she has weather powers. This one is is a pretty good match in my mind, but also I think Kidman. Being that what she is might kind of be able to navigate this a little bit better than fucking Paul McCartney in the last fight with all his <laughs> with all his carnies. What's Kidman is the She's a vampire who's like stuffed with collagen on her hands and feet. So she got vampire but um dog weather powers. I think she's too fast. Even if she, I mean, even if ScarJo tries to call in a big rain cloud and freaking, you know, shoot a shoot a bolt of lighting down on her, I still think she's going to be able to dip around with her hyperspeed uh, and just fucking kick ScarJo in the the little doggy ribs and break them. Because she's going to have strong, like she's going to have super strength, super speed. Yeah, she could fly if she wanted to. Yeah, I think you're right. I think Kidman probably going to take this one yeah and the amount of time that it would take for her to generate a fucking storm that would even attempt to get her i think it'd be over so fast i think she would get there snap its little neck or just pop its head off in the same way that you know they do in the twilight movies i think scarjo's head is going to be on a pike in like two minutes <laughs> less than two minutes for christ's sake put that motherfucker on a leash hang it from the top uh, it's tough yeah that's that's sad but 
Yeah, I mean, ScarJo had to be put down. She's she's dating Colin Jost, and that might be you know the end of her life, whether it be uh, now or later. But hey, we're we're actually down to the last fight of the day, since we're gonna save uh, the other round for next week, and then we're just gonna keep progressing through this for you know the time being. Uh, but we have Andrew Garfield, who has Firestarter powers, but he's stuck in the metaverse, or Harry Styles with his five clones who are werewolves. And I'm going to say this is a night fight since this is like the end of the fucking day. This is the, I mean, it's dark outside now. It looks yeah, like it's I about think to we rain. we were trying to uh, determine whether there was a full moon last time. It was, yeah, well, it was a full moon two days ago. So I'll say that the moon is still big enough to at least get uh, some, some wolf out of him. Uh, Maybe it's not the full strong wolf, but like the moon is still big. Ego, half wolf, yeah. Well, it was a strawberry super moon, which... Oh, fuck. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that was scary. Oh, man, that was a premonition. Yeah, that was foreboding for uh, Mr. Garfield. <laughs> I think the strawberry supermoon, with it still being still, like, close enough in that time, I want to think that, I think that Harry Styles has to be, just by the nature of the numbers and the fact that they can even access those powers now, I think it has to sort of, well, well, mm, Garfield, though, has the fire starter shit. If he's just going to do a, a scorched earth type of situation again, he might hear those uh, the wolves coming up on him, or they all just flood him so fast that they can rip him apart. Yeah, well, there's five of them, right? Yeah, and he's stuck in the metaverse, so he's got like you know he's in Horizons or whatever it is. He's he's <laughs> he's logged into his meta account and he's trying to play you know a game while he's in the middle of this fight. <laughs> so that might be an issue. He might not have like the cognitive. Uh, read on the situation the best that the wolves do if they're already torqued ready to go and they're all charging him five of them Harry Styles I this could be a coin flip for me if it really came down to it just because Garfield's fire starter powers are like yeah so... I think you gotta make it a, a coin flip at this point I mean it's just because it could go either way mm. and it's sort of a it's just gonna be a lucky thing you yeah know, can his five you know overpower at, you know at fast the same enough point? too yeah. If he just sets everybody on fire real fucking fast, then everybody's yeah. going to scorch up. And then he's just going to continue being in the metaverse, which is cool. I'm I'm willing to send this over to uh send this over to Am or Alexa. Alexa. <laughs> okay, who's got heads? Um I think who would be head? Maybe Harry Styles because he has more heads. <laughs> <laughs> or tails. Oh, that's true. Yeah, we, we, should keep, we should keep the tails for Harry Styles there. All right. So, Alexa, flip a coin. Okay. Flipping. It's heads. Oh, oh Garfield. Fucking God damn it. Damn. Damn. The cat beat out the dog, you know? That's too bad. I really I really wanted to win for Harry uh, just because I really enjoyed his album. But I guess that's just how the cookie crumbles. If you're uh, full of hair, you're probably more susceptible to be set on fire. Yeah. I thought it was always sketchy, too, that this whole, you know, werewolves only come out in full moon. So. Yeah. The strawberry supermoon, uh, it couldn't save Harry Styles from just being, you know, <laughs> set on fire. supermoon. <laughs> Also, he's going up against Kidman next week, who is a vampire, which they're susceptible to fire stuff. So that, and it's, well, that that's another week that we can address that. Vampires but. are susceptible to fire? Yeah. Remember in um, Diary of, yeah. Dire of, whatever, Diary yeah. of Vampire, Tom didn't Cruise die, gets set though. on fire? Didn't die. That's true. They, they tried to kill him. They didn't do a great job, but, you know, Brad Pitt didn't know what he was doing. He was too worried about 
being attracted to whatever her fucking face was, Kristen Dunst, when she was like 10. So, yeah, that's just, you know, vampires are perverts and maybe they deserve to be burned. But <laughs> that's uh, that's just going to have to be how it goes. And that's been a, another week of our Celebrity Deathmatch Tournament. Love that. Well, uh, let's actually see who uh, who got the wins here. So it was Garfield, who was on your team, Kidman, who was on my team, Pete, who was on your team, and then Yoon, who was on your team. So, uh, Joe... I, I had a comeback. You you sort of smoked me last week. Yeah, I, the Team Rock definitely fucking wiped the floor with your dudes. But, uh, Joe, why don't, you, uh, why don't you go talk to the winner this week and see how he's feeling? Alrighty. Hey, uh, Patrick, how do you feel about after securing uh, another great victory week? I feel great, man. Did you I give th- any of your fighters any, uh, you know, advice or, you know, a pep talk? Yeah, well, you know, they're, you know, we're a pretty tight team and uh, they know that I uh, have a real thing um, or real desire to kick the uh, shit out. Well, I don't think I can <laughs> kick the shit out of them, but, you know, The Rock, you know, we're, 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 we're in some, you know, dispute. You're beefing. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's a contract year for me. So, uh, I don't know. The Rock doesn't really value my celebrity you're you're probably like a d-list celebrity i'll be honest with you buddy even though you're a a pooper bowl champion you know well let's try we could bump you up to a c eventually but (laughs) i'm only a c-list well Uh, that's not what the ladies say but whatever you're on the d-list now (laughs) but you can get there if you do you know get back to the triple xfl i suppose when they they bring it back but yeah that that sounds good to me there joe uh good work i guess being here i don't even know how you got over here so fucking fast from birmingham alabama is that where the stadium is maybe we're still here <laughs> i don't know where we're fighting anymore but yeah that's that's just gonna have to be it was but uh dad last call for alcohol was there any uh la- remaining questions we had for Anno before we go into the the final movie next week um Nah, I don't have any questions. Yeah, I'll probably save anything that I want to scream at him uh, towards the end of that episode, whenever we get there. So I'll, I'll wait to air out my grievances against Mister uh, yeah. Hideakiano. I'm looking forward to you know putting this one to bed. Yeah, for sure. I can't wait to go do the live action Ghost in the Shell. I need a palate cleanser of a horrible movie. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to watch a bad movie and then fucking follow it up by watching a dumb movie too. Yeah. So good for us for continuing to challenge ourselves by, you know, engaging with cinema. Uh, but dad, I think it's probably time that we, uh, check in with old Gus since, uh, he's been pretty quiet over there. He's just been, you know, doing his job and shit. So, uh, Hey Gus, you want to, you know, wax philosophic for a minute? Yeah. Yeah. I'm fucking coming over. What's up assholes. I, uh, I heard you guys had a pretty fun day at, uh, the celebrity Deathmatch shit. Yeah. You should have been there, man. I mean, I gotta fucking work. You know, somebody's gotta be watching over this uh, this Russian fucking operation, and uh, you know, flip is flip is off. You know, canoodling with different people in the the the, the you know political sphere. I think he's trying to secure some something from uh, Lindsey Graham. I, I'm pretty sure he was part of the you know the January six shit, if I remember correctly. Um, exactly. How does Flipper canoodle when he's just like in some small tank in your home? Well, I mean, he he has free range to go wherever he wants. He doesn't necessarily have to stay in his tank. Oh, I, really? He has a tank ex- escort, you know, like a a tank mobile. Yeah, the tank mobile. I mean, it's got arms. <laughs> we, how do you think this motherfucker's gotten anyway? It's not like I've just been pushing his ass around. Yeah, Muskie. There's a lot of questions about just like the semantics of how anything happens on the show. But what have we talked about today? Have you, I guess, done mushrooms before, Muskie? That's something I just remember we talked about. Have we done fucking mushrooms? 
I mean, uh, technically, yeah, I have actually. I've gotten down with some psychedelics. It's been probably, uh, it's been probably years. Yeah, I do actually miss doing mushrooms. I mean, do you have like a, a moment in time where it was you know, an experience you want to share with us? Yeah, I mean, I, I fucking, you know, I got some mushrooms from one of my old college buddies and I, uh, I went out into the fucking forest and, um, you know, I took them all and then I, uh, I don't know, I kissed the tree and then I, uh, I found a fucking gopher hole. Oh, and um, well, you know, I, I wanted to get as close as I could to nature, and I, I wanted to go balls deep in that shit. So, you know, <laughs> I, I I definitely planted my seed all across uh, the local <laughs> forest, if you know what I'm saying. Oh my gosh, that's crazy, dude! It seems like you've fucked more inanimate objects or just like random shit than you've even considered being with somebody else. Like I said, it's not about my fucking wants; it's what I can get. I think we need to have an intervention. I think we need to bring you back. To the human female, you know what I mean? You just, you're, you've somehow just gone off and it's like robots, dolphins. I mean, are you, do you have a girl that I can, I mean, what's, I heard your wife is getting passed around by little Wayne. Whoa, whoa, musky. Hey, I'm just saying, I'm just wondering what's going on. Is she open? You <laughs> are you in an open relationship? Musky, you're going down a dark path right now. I mean, I'll try to go down your wife's dark path. <laughs> Musky! This has happened twice in a week or twice in two weeks or whatever. Stop talking about my freaking family. Hey, you, you talk you, about my shit all the time. What do you mean? I'm just saying little Wayne is fucking all up in your shit. You let him fucking, you know, get a, a, a glass of wine or whatever every day, and nobody has to hear the shit except me. We're not coming back, Musky. Yeah, you fucking say that, but you got nothing else to do. You need me, motherfucker. That's the difference. I don't fucking need you. You need me. You kind of need us too. Otherwise, no one would give Musky. you a soapbox to fucking wax philosophical. We don't need you. I mean, well, truthfully, I thought we were all kind of buddies, but you know. Well, not after you just freaking, you know, tried to freaking go after my wife. Hey, I'm just trying to find out what's available to me. Obviously. There's, no, she's not available. <laughs> yeah, motherfucker. You stay away from her just like you need to fucking, you know, get your shit together. Talk to freaking Rory. He seems to know a bunch of people. He's in people's asses all the time. What? I mean, yeah, that's that's actually kind of a good point. Uh, yeah, I'll talk to Rory tonight. Maybe he's got some some ladies who have lined up. I don't know. Maybe Rory goes both ways. I thought he only liked the male asshole, but, you know, it is what it is. Let me just tell you something right now. Keep my wife's name out of your mouth. Oh! <laughs> God damn it! That was fucking weak. You have a limp wrist. Just That's probably why your fucking wife is with Willow Wayne. How do you like that, motherfucker? <sighs> yeah, I actually deserve that one. All right, all right, all right. I'm sorry. I'm fucking sorry. Uh, you know what? Next week, next week, I promise. I promise I'm going to I'm gonna fuck somebody and uh, that's going to be consensual. And, you know, I'll, I'll tell you. I'm going to go on. A, I'm gonna, I know I've been trying to get on Tinder and shit. And I know those people don't necessarily like that I'm using pictures of when I was a, a younger man. But, you know. I uh I feel pretty good. I think this is my season. Uh, I got that Gemini energy. I think I think some bitches are gonna want that. Hey, what's up, Flippa? I thought you were uh you know I thought you were fucking talking. Yeah, no, I understand. You you had a long flight. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna try to. Okay, buddy. Yeah, yeah listen. <laughs> I know we've been switching. I think you're, you're pissing them off. Well, I mean, Flip has actually been asking me to go the other way, and I'm 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 the top in this relationship, and I don't necessarily like that. Bit. Whoops. Whoa! What the fuck is that? <laughs> Are you playing? What is this? A song? 
Flipper's just trying to remind you how much of a star he is. I don't need to hear his fucking theme song. <laughs> I've already heard this shit before. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'm not impressed. I already know. I've seen this shit, dude. He talks about this. Did you know that Flipper is faster than lightning? This isn't even Flipper. This is his fucking parents. Flipper's a product of nepotism. Everybody knows that. Your family sold you out, Flipper. That's why you're a fucking Russian asset. Oh, I love the Flipper theme song. All right. Well, I'm I'm sorry for... The 1960s... Whoops. (laughs) Jesus Christ. You need to get your shit together, David. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Okay, listen. I'm sorry, Flippa. You know, if you really want to touch up on my asshole, I, I may, I just wear some lube. I know you're probably self-lubricated, but I'm, I'm a little scared to let it come in the back end. You know, I've, I've only, I haven't had any, I haven't let anyone touch me like that before. <laughs> well, Muskie, like I said, you, you gotta open up your, you know. ass. <laughs> yeah musky maybe you need to spread those cheeks and let the love inside of you dude you need to stop spreading your dirty seed into the fucking ground like you're you're a farmer or something yeah yeah all you're, right what a troubled man musky yeah well life has been hot for me i don't have a fucking dad i can do a podcast with so shit's <laughs> not that great for me i don't even know who my fucking mom is this is uh you know that would be interesting musky if you started your own podcast what would you talk about probably the same shit i'm talking about now <laughs> that's sort of why i think i do need you guys is because uh otherwise you know i feel like the shit would probably corrode inside me and i'd feel uh i'd feel pretty dirty about not getting it out <laughs> yeah maybe you should keep that shit to yourself dude but that's uh maybe something we should address next week since uh you you have some work to be getting done uh in terms of finding yourself a female partner uh hopefully you know she's she's not paid for if anything like that I can't guarantee you anything, but uh, yeah, have a good one and uh, happy birthday, you fucking loser! Yeah, thanks, Muskie. That's cool. I uh, appreciate that, bud. <laughs> <laughs> did All you right. at least give us a free drink, Muskie? I mean, did he get anything for his birthday? You can get the fuck out. That's Whoa. what you get. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll you. I mean, I'll I'll give you something next time. I'm trying to close up shop. I got shit to do. Brock's, Brock's, Brock's at home. He's waiting for me. I, I'm pretty sure Rory's maybe on a date or something. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, okay, Musk. We'll we'll talk to you later, buddy. Uh, so we're we're heading outside. Let's let's go fucking catch this Uber and go the fuck home. Uh so Dad, uh no Saran, anything you want to say before we go? Nope. Yeah, that's cool by me. Same thing. Alright, this is the Jackson Main through the window. Hey, what's your wine rating? Uh, I've actually drank more wine in this episode than I have in maybe like two months yeah well it's because it's juggernaut and it's uh, really good <laughs> yeah it was really tasty you know it has to you know what did it say the uh blah, 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 blah. <laughs> harnessing the power of nature yeah it definitely uh well i that's sort of what musky was doing i suppose yeah. <laughs> he was trying to harness that nature through his dick <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I guess I guess that's uh, where I'm going to go with it. I'm going to go four out of five, uh, dick and ground holes. Uh, oh my god. Or yeah, <laughs> four out of five uh, canoodling with nature. That seems fine. Um, I'm going to go five out of five. Ooh, you've been dropping a lot of fives lately. Yeah. I'm, In a uh, post sloppy's world, you're much nicer. It all depends on how many glasses I had before the end, and you know <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> one, one, every extra glass is another star. That's fair. And uh, five out of five. Hmm. I'm gonna say Yamaha pianos. Ooh, very nice. Plan <laughs> us out there. 
All right. Well, just like always, we have uh, no idea what we're doing, and hopefully on the other end we'll be able to figure it out. But until then, we're just going to have to see you next time. Yep. And bye-bye. Bye-bye, and don't drink a drive.